Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, July 2nd, 2023, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Now Mind You podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is episode 75, Manga. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. And our boy Bryce had another work conflict, but hey, knock on wood, he will be back with us next week. Uh, What we got for you today? First and foremost, announcements. Let's acknowledge some of the the fan interaction we begin with. Shout out to our listeners because we've been getting some uh, interaction on our YouTube page. Uh, check out the Flash review if you haven't checked that out yet, as well as on our Spotify page where I Andrea. believe, yeah, Andrea hit us up and told us that there was a scene from Cells at Work uh that got them to shed a thug tear as well so thank you for the interaction also uh this is kind of making me want to check out cells at work because i've actually not heard i've bad been things waiting about to look it. at that too you know i haven't heard bad things about it so that's definitely going to incentivize us to kind of take a it's look on at netflix it. too if i'm not mistaken i believe so i believe so either netflix or crunchyroll or hulu either way we got access to it um and then shout out to all the folks who have been interacting with us on our youtube page especially with the flash review first of all um shout out to you guys who checked out our movie review of uh lord slug because that got quite a few views on our youtube page and then second of all uh yeah shout out to all you guys who interacted with us on the flash review hold on let me take a look at these comments that way i can give you guys a shout out uh with your usernames shout out uh zach milne talks movies and shout out to steven martin official appreciate all the interaction on that flash video right with that though let's get into the nitty-gritty the meat and potatoes for today right we have mm -hmm. kind of our typical like average docket right we got ipo we have sakamoto we have chainsaw man and then we got jujutsu kaisen then of course we'll get into our favorite chapter this week as well as our topic of the week which is what today matt what is our top three manga of all time yep yep keep keep in mind too that it's very subjective to us and it's it's a living thing, right? So it can change later on. It could stay the same, so on and so forth. But I digress. Without wasting any additional time, Matt, take us into Epo, please. All right. So we got Hajime no Epo. This one is chapter 1426, The Champion's Feeling. Mm. So Kamigawa has uh, been made aware of Takamura's incident as it were matt's um, being nice right now go ahead yeah being nice <laughs> at sendo's gym and kamigawa pretty much has been looking for takamura and at this point has now settled for waiting for takamura to come back to the gym now we are being made aware of the fact that takamura has a fight coming up and nobody knows where he's been and the day that his sparring partners have been flown in like he had foreign sparring partners come in uh, he was late. He That's also the day he finally shows up. He shows up. Uh, Kamigawa has all the spawn partners there, and he's like, all right, well, you better at least still be in shape. He literally destroys all the three of these guys. And it just it gives him more merit to do more crazy shit because the results are always still the same, no matter what he does. He goes to his fight. He wears some stupid ass fish outfit. Everybody boos him for wearing this dumb outfit, and they're this like, "Man, he better." Yeah, huh? he gets. That's a, it's not common for him to get booed at his own fights. Yeah, 
He gets booed for wearing this dumb outfit. He goes out there and KOs this guy in the very first round. Kamigawa. Uh, it was actually the, the third round. Oh, the third round. Sorry. Yeah. Kamigawa still pissed off. Um, We also see Itagaki had a fight. Another, uh, He got another decision win, which is another underlying story. Ooh, excuse me. Another underlying story that um, I like that they're still, go, uh, you know, they've continued to keep going with his confidence being shaken up. Yeah. Um. After that, we flash over to Mashiba, who was watching the title fight, and then we also flash over to Sendo, who was watching, who was also watching Takamura's uh, title fight, and we see Ipo was out on his trail, and Ipo sees Miyata, and. Miata tells Ipo, I'm afraid Sendo probably can't win. Which is like, yeah, no shit. But <laughs> yeah, uh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't really have anything to go too deep into it for. You know, it's it's Takamura. Takamura's gonna Takamura. I think that's kind of the best way for me to review this, uh, this chapter, as it were. Of course he wins. Of course he knocks out these three guys. Of course he knocks out the guy he's supposed to fight. And, you know, it's just funny that it's funny to me that Miata called him and that wasn't the only call. Like apparently people had been calling him. They have yeah. been going on an apology tour because this dude has yeah, just been on the fucking They were literally on page. their way back from having apologized at a bunch of deaths. I think they had just gotten back from like Osaka. Yeah. Uh, but Takamura was already off the, away from the scene of the crime. Um, yeah man this dude just causing coach problems he's literally his problem child he's the black the the black sheep of the kamagawa family i don't even think that's strong enough the leader the strongest (laughs) yeah just anyway i'll pass it to you tj no for like thank you um going backwards a little bit off the top I'd, I'd imagine Epo's more like, Miata, what the fuck are you even doing here, bro? <laughs> like, like, right. I didn't know we were just on like uh, pull up terms. Um, but yeah, Kamogawa was so angry. He maintained that anger until, uh, until Takamura came back for three whole days, maintained his rage, just fuming. He changed his clothes, but the rage was still the same. Like his Renegan was activated. He was so angry. Even that little leftover cowlick that represents all the hip-hop he's got left on his head even that <laughs> was drawn angry right yep. um and true takamura fashion this kind of echoes matt it's like he shows up blissfully ignorant with his instincts on 10 knocking out his sparring partners while in his boxers he didn't even really switch out into true boxing gear he was like boxers and some shoes and hand me some gloves let me go to work uh the the, the logo the takamura team logo and the fact that his siblings are oblivious to that clear dick joke is hilarious. Um, how do you hit somebody so hard they flip onto their head? <laughs> Maybe you need to go into a different weight class, which I mean, in the long run, is his plan, right? To conquer all the weight classes of going all the way up to heavy, I think. Um, yeah. Th- this chapter was really just about showing why Takamura is the exception to the rule. And it makes me think back to when Ipo was talking to, to Taihei. And the other one, his pupils saying like, hey, only he's allowed to do that shit. <laughs> like, like y'all aren't strong enough to get away with anything he does. They even get away with a fraction of what he does. Like he's the exception to the rule. Um, 
I was surprised to see that Itagaki is still struggling so much. And then there was also Kimura coming off of his match where he got a draw. And I'm just like, shouldn't he just switch weight classes at this point? Because his his weight cut is just, it, it eats him alive. Like, it's the reason why he's still bald. Like, the, his hair is clearly not getting any nutrients to grow back, bro. Uh, Yeah. And then, same as you, Matt, Sendo probably can't win. Yeah. It messes me up, you know. Sydney. Seeing when I saw him standing next to Itagaki, it messed me up again. Because he puts his weave back on, he puts on his lace front, bro. Yeah. I was Every like, time. Bro. Yeah, it, it messed me up. But go ahead. You thought, you, thought, you thought Itagaki had a shadow clone. <laughs> no, right. I said, damn, uh, he fast as hell. Yeah. No, that, that was all my thoughts. It was a funny. Chapter reinforcing the author's plot armor on Takamura. And then we have an interesting development looming for Sendo's fate versus Ricardo. So no more to add. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take us into Sakamoto days, if you don't mind. Go ahead, brother. Let's go. Sakamoto days, Yuto Suzuki, 125. This was called My Turn. Where did we leave off? Kumanomi is a black Air Force One with electromagnetic powers. Mm -hmm. She came in on some ear for an ear energy, and Hio wasn't even the one who took Gaku's ear. She's like, it don't matter, right? Uh, how would I summarize this? It was basically another Sakamoto Day's beatdown fight chapter where innocent bystanders are just indifferent until they realize how much this will cost them as taxpayers. Um, let me get into the review. It looks like Hio must have listened to last week's episode because he took his jewelry off real quick, right? Mm -hmm. I suspect that Kumanomi's powers are a combination of electromagnetism and telekinesis because this shit is bonkers. RIP to the driver of that little like taxi cab, trike, rickshaw, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, immediately pulled into the frame used as a weapon. And I mean, not that he individually, I mean, his whole vehicle was used as a part of an attack uh, by Kumanomi to Hio. What the hell kind of training did Hio have to go through to be able to punch cannonball-sized holes through metal mm -hmm. armed with nothing but brass knuckles? And to give you guys a little bit more context and gravity into what that means, remember what he is. He's an assassin, right? So this is how he takes out his targets. Right? Nah, 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 nah. Put the sniper on me, dog. I need my family to be able to recognize my remains. You're going to turn my face into a puddle? You can keep that. Hit me with the sniper. I don't want to ever be on his target list. He uses a bet now, bro. Make it quick and painless and make me recognizable. Please. That's all I'm going to say there. Yeah. I know it was Yotsumura's teachings that made Hio step in and stop those bystanders for getting hurt. Because remember when it was... Uh, Yotsumura versus Shishiba, Yotsumura was like, hey, we got to make sure innocent people's lives don't get disrupted. We can't pull them into this. We got to keep them separated from this, right? That's one of Yotsumura's tenets, if you will. But this chapter was the first time I was like, you know what, man? There's probably a percentage allocated for collateral damage. <laughs> like, going to have to be. Hey, you got to break a few eggs sometimes, dog. Like, this is the assassin universe after all. Like, not everybody's going to make it. And I felt bad as soon as I had that thought. But I was just like, the injuries he's sustaining, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, because, like, Sakamoto Days is pretty gory. Let's be real. Be. Like, it, it can be pretty nasty, bro. Uh, 
Like, just think about the scar Yotsumura has on his face now. That's from the cat claw on the back of a hammer ripping his fucking cheek out. Um, What is the event that Kumanomi was talking about, right? She was like, I'm glad it almost didn't happen or whatever she was talking about, right? Is it the shared trauma they have from that orphanage? Was it Alkamar? Uh, was she once a candidate for the order? Or is she referring to the day where Uzuki put uh, Kindaka in that coma? Like, what... What is she talking about? There's something deeper, another another loose end that could be tying into this this canon event. Shout out Spider Verse, this canon <laughs> event, if you will, right? Uh, the rail gun they call it a coil gun, but that that rail gun reminded me of that scene from the Flash movie. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, when both Barrys figured out how to weaponize their speed yep. force lightning by completing a circuit. I was like, yo, uh, it also feels like. Kumanomi is just OP from the jump. Now, hear me out. I think any series that has this level of gore, that has this level of gruesome injuries, needs to have some type of magic, heal-all, recovery thing to balance that shit out. Example, how Dragon Ball has Senzu Beans, how Jujutsu Kaisen has Reverse Curse Technique, so on and so forth. Sakamoto Days need some of this shit because these injuries are getting too gruesome, bro. Uh... Kyo took a fucking railgun bullet screw to the eye. Like, he's already not going to live well after this, if he lives, right? I'm going to say it now, but Heisuke has God-tier sniping ability. Remember, he does Man. not have a scope on that rifle. Like, it doesn't make sense how good he is. He was able to intercept a railgun bullet. You know how fast those things go? They're faster than regular guns. Like, the gunpowder can't even come close to that speed, right? Like, do you know how fast that shit was going? He he saw it, made the calculations, and shot it out of the way. Also, we called this out last week. I was all like, Heisuke would have to intervene, right, at some point in this chapter. And, of course, he did. But Heisuke is a real one because he kept his emotions on his He was like, hey, you know, these, these this, this is scary. You know, I, I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm going to handle it from here. It's like, no, bro, we got to do this as a team. Like, I can't do this by myself. Thanks. Um, Here's the thing. I'm not ruling out the fact that Hio might not make it out of this arc. But I think he's been injured enough to where, okay, if he doesn't die, maybe this is going to retire him. Um, Where's my anime announcement? That's all I got. I'm going to pass it over to Matt. All I got really to say is action sequences, you know? Yeah, those animators like, better get their carpal tunnel medication in order, bro. I don't care if you see a family, man. I got to see this. <laughs> like, the introduction of something like the electromagnetism into this universe is just, it's crazy. It's like, they somehow continue to find a way to up the ante every time. Yeah. Like, in some way, shape, or form, but the fact that uh, he's scared of joining into the fight uh, really is cool to me. I, he's a really likable character. I really enjoy him, and I it'll be cool to see in what way, like his adding his dynamic will affect the fight as a whole. Yeah. So we'll see what's gonna happen. Other 100%. than that, I feel like you covered everything pretty well. Um, yeah, man, it's just I'm always just in awe of these panels and the action sequences and stuff that we see on a weekly basis, especially when there's a fight going on in uh, Sakamoto days, whether it's a quick one 
or a short one or excuse me or you know like a one of a like a more drawn out battle i feel like there's always just like some sort of jaw dropping moment or panel and i'm not necessarily saying that was like in this one but there's always something of note especially when they do action yeah oh and actually a call back to something you pointed out when we first started reviewing this detail usually means death there was a lot of detail in this chapter Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, with that, Matt, you want to take us into Chainsaw Man? You know what? I think I can do that. I think I can wrap my brain around Chainsaw Man enough. Um. So this one was called Ordinary Happiness, and Denji pretty much is uh, trying to live his life without becoming the Chainsaw Man. Um. He wants to, you know live this normal life and all that and what what's the the makima girl's name nayuta nayuta and you know he's even trying to convince nayuta you know that this is cool um you know like having a normal life because at the end of the day if you really think about it this was what he wanted yeah from jump his initial goal before ever becoming you know uh um a demon hunter and stuff like that. Or, you know, it. he just wanted to have a normal life. Like, he wanted to have fucking first world problems. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he um, wanted to touch boobs, but yeah. That <laughs> like, too? The, like, I remember who we're dealing with. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, but you know, you know, this is a guy yeah. that was eating out of the trash and stuff right, like that. Right. Not to say he's above that. Um, right. <laughs> He hit a new low last week, so yeah. Man. You're right, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, man, so it's pretty much Denji dealing with that, and he sees a guy go on TV and claims he's the uh, he's Chainsaw Man, but we can't see the guy's face. Um, And the guy has two other gentlemen with them there they're all like wearing a similar uniform yeah um given some like nation of Islam vibes Loki. come on g <laughs> like for real for real and um you know he pretty much is giving his some sort of psa basically on tv and dingy starts to flip out uh he really starts freaking out and he's just like I'm way more chainsaw man than this guy is. It's like, well, yeah, because you're a chainsaw man, Dingy. So <laughs> like I don't know, man. This I'll say this. This chapter was easier for me to digest. Um I'm just curious where this other chainsaw man shit is going and like when they're gonna do the the actual reveal of who the other chainsaw man is. Yeah, I think that's what we all want at this point. And really why the other Chainsaw Man is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need a little bit of that too. But that's pretty much where I'm at, at least as far as Chainsaw Man is concerned. I mean, because I I feel, I don't know. I just feel like I sort of just summarized the chapter. I mean, there was like, there wasn't any extra detail that I felt like needed like a little more attention. But you know, if you feel differently, please go ahead. Um, if the, this is you passing me the mic. Yes. Um, 
to me, it's like if you wanted to hurt Denji's feelings, this chapter definitely shows you how to do that. Yeah. The fact that uh Nayuda is the one comforting him when he sees his imposter show up on the screen is hilarious. And then it hit me. This is Denji's soldier boy breakfast club moment, right? Uh, for one, Denji pointing at the TV screen after he yelled out wrong reminded me of that famous confused cat meme with the ladies from the reality show pointing at the cat. The cat's just like, huh? Um, for two, Imposter's Chainsaw Man stole his whole fucking flow. Denji's literally going out word for word, bar for bar. It was, it just, when I thought about it that way, it just made me laugh nonstop. I guess it's really all about how Denji handles all of this going forward because He's at a crossroads, right? Like, if he truly is affected by what he's seeing this imposter say about his name on TV, right? What is the what? Is, what are the consequences of him choosing then to turn into Chainsaw Man? Nayuda's life is at stake, and he doesn't want to do that. So he clearly chose the. All right, I'll live a normal life. Just don't, you know. At this point, I guess he treats her like his little sister. It's like, don't hurt my little sister, right? Um, but he's definitely getting pushed to the edge by this choice that was imposed on him by Yoshida, right? How does all this attention on Chainsaw Man right now affect Denji's power levels? This is something that, Matt, you brought up before on the podcast, right? Devils essentially get their strength, their power from fear, right? Um, In this case, it would seem that the Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Devil is at the peak of his popularity or infamy. Shouldn't he be stronger, especially as all these protests seem to be erupting? There's a Chainsaw Man church, there's people against Chainsaw Man, so on and so forth. How does that play into it all? I'm curious to see where things go next. Uh, We have that big hanging thread of, okay, who is this uh, like actual other Chainsaw Man that we've seen in bits and pieces, no pun intended, right? But we've seen this other Chainsaw Man, so what's going on there? What is the storyline now looking like for Asa and Yoru for War Devil? What's going on with Famine? Where? When is the fourth Death Devil going to be revealed? How does Denji plan to all this? What's going on with Denji's father? So on and so forth. There, there are quite a few loose ends. It doesn't feel like we're approaching any type of climax or denouement anytime soon. But I'm just curious, man. I'm just curious. and and we're dealing with Fujimoto, so who knows? where things can turn right uh but yeah yeah ordinary happiness i guess right that's all i got i'm gonna pass the mic back over matt matthew yo yeah you still there yeah yeah, pass the mic back over to you, unless you want me to take us into Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, you can take us over into it. All right, Jujutsu Kaisen. This is chapter 227, of course, by Gege Akutami, titled Inhuman Makyo Shinjuku Showdown, part five. Oof. Where do we last leave? Spirit Banger. gun, right? How mm-hmm. do I summarize this? Now, nah, we've been, we, we keep going until one of us loses. This is the vibe between Sukuna and Gojo, <laughs> right? We both have unlimited gas tanks. Somebody's got to go. How do I review this? Shout out Jujutsu Kaisen for getting a color page and also for getting the splash page for this week's Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. Um, it was serious business. This chapter, to me, was all about showing how far above everyone else Sukuna and Gojo are in terms of their Jujutsu sorcery. Um, 
they're doing things that were essentially theoretical in the jujitsu world. Like they got niggas stumped. Yo, like, he hey, literally wait. was like, I thought you couldn't do it. He's I, like, well, I, I we just think, saw him do yeah, it. Yeah, so. he did he did it twice. <laughs> he looked dead in the camera and did it again, right? Because <clears throat> of course this is also being broadcast on the Underground Jiu-Jitsu Fight Network. Uh shout out May May out here making all the money. But it's to the point where folks like Yuda, like I said, are being stumped. Like you shouldn't be able to just switch up the properties of your curse domain on a dime. You shouldn't be able to use reverse curse technique to heal your curse energy. This is all theoretical. This is all considered impossible until Gojo and Sukuno were just like, until, you know what though? And then there was X. They were just, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Like Superman with gravity. That shit don't apply to me. You shouldn't be like all this while seemingly not even scratching or putting a dent in their supply of cursed energy because this seems like I, I don't even think they've broken a sweat yet we've seen no. both of them bleed but we haven't seen them sweat which i think is cause for concern it's like i feel like they both still warming up are these dudes yeah that's a scary thought that is actually a really scary thought nick what <laughs> oh, okay i gotta move past it <laughs> i was like yo how many times have they even invoked their domain expansion at this point? I kind of want to go back to each chapter and just count it. Because it seems like they've just been going back and forth, back and forth. The domain breaks. I'm going to launch another one. The domain breaks. I'm going to launch another one. And it's still that. This episode, or this chapter too. And now it's been collapsed to what appears to be the size of a basketball, right? Or like a tiny sphere where everything seems to be compressed. Are we about to see a phone booth fight? Um. Also... Can Sukuna's domain expand beyond the size of what appears to be like Gojo's compressed domain? Did Gojo do it on purpose? Like, I'm gonna trap all your shit in. Or is this super dense cursed energy, uh, energy, right? Like, how crazy is that phone booth fight about to be? Also, one thing I thought was pretty uh, cool was how fucking they're making all these calculations and decisions in real time. Once Gojo flipped the script on his curse domain expansion, Sukuna was just like, oh, that's cute. Let me just touch you so Unlimited Void doesn't doesn't affect me, just like it won't affect you because it only affects Gojo and anything he touches. So Sukuna was like, hey, we about to grapple. <laughs> and then Man. he still broke the domain and was able to like invoke his fucking uh, curse technique, the slashes. But then Gojo used something. He's like, I learned this when I was a kid. Once I mastered the domain, I was like, fuck it. And then it's like, oh, wait, I can do that. <laughs> was able to reduce the... It's just... there. It's a battle between geniuses. And right now, it doesn't seem like any one of them has the upper hand. That being said, what Kashimo, old uh, Electric Power, is a dude who basically uh, blew off Hakari's arm uh kenji hakari's arm right back when they fought was look kenji dead in his christian eyes right i'm I'm kidding kenji is probably not a christian (laughs) his gambling is too strong right (laughs) but he looked at kenji and he was like i'm next i got next that that was the energy too he's like yo if he dies i got next and kenji was just like i don't want to fight bro uh but to be fair Kashimo has been waiting for this for lives upon lives for centuries. I'm looking forward to the next chapter. I still don't think Gojo wins this. I'm going to pass it over to you, Matt. What do you think, bro? I agree. I don't know if he's going to win either. Um, Shrinking the domain on the two of them at the end was crazy. I wonder if it's like Gojo being like, this is what it was like for me when I was in the, the... 
prison cell. I don't know. It's like, like the, the prison domain. Yeah, I feel like there's a level of one-upsmanship that keeps happening. But what I will say also is I think... Uh, let's see, how do I put this? I feel like there's still a level of one-upsmanship, but I feel like Gojo is a little bit behind. Yeah. Um, And I, I feel like there's going to be something that's going to come into play as far as uh, Fushiguro is concerned. You know, since he is using his body and stuff. And yeah. Utilizing these techniques. They said something in the chapter I meant to take a note about, but they were talking about like somebody's innate nature mm-hmm. and their techniques and things like that. And it just makes me curious about like how that's going to end up playing out and even how this fight affects, you know, Fushiguro or what have you. So, yeah, I guess we'll ultimately see. But that really was my only thoughts as far as, um, Jujutsu Kaisen was concerned. It was a great chapter, though. It was. Whoa, shit. What was your favorite chapter this week, man? Oh, you know what? It might have actually been Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm going to say Jujutsu Kaisen was my second. A bunch of chapters of The Fable Part 2 dropped. I consumed that immediately. Anytime we get Fable, it automatically jumps up to the number one spot. (laughs) Got to. Uh, yeah yeah like it that series is too, if you're and it's like it's hella recent too they're dealing with the pandemic and everything it's just it's too good and mm-hmm. yeah yeah right, I'm, I'm i'm gonna just keep going if, if i don't stop myself so uh let's transition over to the topic of the week top three mangas of all time subjective um if you don't mind I can oh, I can drop please three. go ahead again. This is hella subjective. Some of this has some recency binds because your boy's been doing a few rereads as of late. But I'm gonna say this in no particular order. But I know the first one's gonna make Matt feel away. Excuse me, Berserk. I can feel your energy, Matt. Berserk, uh-huh. uh, Full Metal Alchemist, because that okay. was complete slam dunk. Which is funny because the author of Slam Dunk is also the dude who did Vagabond, which a lot of people consider to be a fucking masterpiece. I'm one of those people. Which is funny because Vagabond is on my list. Right. <laughs> like... I knew it would be. But I like Slam Dunk because Slam Dunk was my first exposure to him. And as a dude who doesn't really play sports like that, reading Slam Dunk made me want to jump into some basketball. And you could see how even back then, I think it's Takahiko Inoue's artwork was something different, um, just to say the least. And like the way he could make you feel like uh, Hanamichi Sakuragi, Kaede Urukawa, uh, you know, Akagi. And plus, you know that the Shohoku basketball team was out here just repping the Bulls high key. It wasn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. even like, like there, there wasn't a, a, a subtle nod or wink. It was like, yeah, they're, they're the Bulls. Um, and you know, being from Chicago, it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but yeah, that was my list. No honorable mentions. I'm gonna I'm cut that off today. <laughs> you know, I'm notorious for not for not respecting the list parameters. But yeah, go ahead, man. I'm gonna pass it back over to you, bro. Oh man, um, did you have honorable mentions? No, I was gonna be. Let me check outside to see if pigs are flying. But go ahead. <laughs> um, I had vagabond. Mm. Um, it's it's it, it's kind of it explains itself, man. If you write, if you read it, it it's that should teach you about yourself. Like, 
Vagabond is fire. I I can't really. It's hard for me to even verbalize my love for Vagabond. Um, like all the way down the artwork, to storyline, the story progression, the the way it will just make you feel. You know what I'm saying? That I think that's really more than anything else. Is like it really draws feeling from you. Um, it really invokes a lot of emotion. Um, I also have Pluto on here. Um, I read Pluto not too long ago. Um, Pluto is also is by the same author as Monster uh, Naoki Urasawa, and uh, Pluto is the spinoff spinoff tribute to uh, Astro Boy. Basically, it's essentially like a a continuation of a storyline that happens in Astro Boy that Urasawa expounded upon. Um, it's really really good. There's supposed to be an anime adaptation of it that's supposed to coming finally to be soon. done. Yeah, coming to Netflix. This thing has been getting stalled forever but at this point i'm just ready to see it um i also have as my third and final one um it it was tough because it's already an ongoing series um and obviously there's bias but then i was like well so the fuck what is bias this this our show and uh it's hajime no ipo yeah that was kind of tricky i was like do we include ongoing but i guess it's got to be kind of complete but yeah whatever man if if i had to do a series that was complete though i would probably just sub it for like do you hack a show or full metal Mm. honorable mentions for me now that i think about i do have some i'd say a vinland saga um Mm -hmm. only because Man, I, I I got to rehash the 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 group fight we had with Bryce, but like it's no berserk in terms of what the character suffered, but the story and character development is pretty up there, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of works. Uh, Dragon Ball only because come on, bro, Dragon Ball, right? right. Not including Super, not including Super, just Dragon Ball through Z. Yeah, yeah. That uh, this holds a special place in my heart, and actually, I'm surprised I didn't think about it at the time. But Monster was crazy. It's a one and done for me. But make no mistake, that shit had me. Yeah, I almost glued. went with Monster. Yeah, like it had me glued to my seat wherever I was reading this because I could not. At the same time, there were moments where I had to take breaks, obviously. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I was like, I needed to see this through to the end. I needed to know that Tenma gets some form of exoneration some form of redemption because the man went through too much all because way too much all because he tried to do by his creed he tried to do right by his creed and it still bit him in the ass anyway not to rehash that we'll we could talk about monster we could do a whole podcast on monster actually um Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah uh shit you got any honorable mentions off top Mm. Since I kind of opened that door anyway, even though I said I wasn't mm-hmm. going to. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm 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 a, I'm staying strong on mine. But uh, I'm gonna leave it where it's at. No, oh, that's that's a lie. <laughs> Death Note. Um, I I really enjoyed the Death Note. 
uh, manga. And yeah, no, I let it rock like that. I just throw Death Note in there. But well, all right, man. I think we I think we did it. You want to take us out of here? All right. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. This has been another episode of the Now Mind You podcast. We would definitely see you guys next week. If you guys would like to follow us on social media, we all have our own individual social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C-T-J. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Tuss4Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. And y'all can find Bryce on Instagram at Ashe underscore Onta. That's A-X-E underscore O-N-C-A. Bay-bay. And with that, you can follow us at Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you'd like to get your social media and wherever you'd like to get your podcast. We will see you guys either in the combat episode or we will just see you next week. Be safe. Peace out. Peace.